0: This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In today's episode, we'll discuss awards and recognition. Employees not only want to get good pay and benefits, they also want to be treated fairly. They want to make contributions to their organization. They want to be valued. They want to be appreciated for all the work that they do. When asked, a lot of employees will tell you that they don't need any type of awards, they don't need any recognition, uh, you know, I'm just very satisfied with my job. But the thing about it is, is that people do need awards and recognition. People need to be recognized for what they do. Maslow's hierarchy of needs basically tells, tells us belonging and loving needs has to be satisfied self-esteem needs, also has to be satisfied, and that comes through awards and recognition. A recent survey found that 80% of organizations have employee recognition programs. Most of these programs cover length of service, exemplary service, noteworthy performance. Most of these have cash awards and some non-cash awards in terms of time off. Some awards and recognition programs can include just a spoken thank you, a letter of appreciation, gift cards, cash bonus, sometimes even a vacation. Department heads and supervisors are essential in the awards and recognition programs. They select individuals to be honored during staff meetings, wing meetings, commander's calls, if you're in the military. So the point is to just say thank you frequently to employees who deserve it. 68% of human resource professionals agree that employee awards and recognition programs have a positive effect on retention. 56% of such programs also help in recruitment. For awards and recognition programs to be successful, an organization has to have a sound organizational policy. Employers should provide a clear written policy and guidelines describing the recognition programs in terms including employees eligible for the awards, the approval process, the types of awards that will be provided, the frequency of the awards, performance goals that must be measured. And thresholds for the awards funding for awards and recognition programs is critical. No one wants to hear, "Oh yes, um, well, you could have gotten an award, but they cut the budget and you you weren't able to uh, get awarded whatever prize it was. So organizations must fund the awards and recognition programs for a full year that way it doesn't demoralize. The workforce if you work in an organization that doesn't have a budget for an awards and recognition program you can try other variety of things letters of appreciation can be a good way to recognize your employees sometimes maybe just a coffee cup with the logo of the organization is another way of doing it the whole entire point is thank your employees recognize your employees for the work and effort that they do in alignment with your goals and values. Everyone should be included in the awards program. No one should be left out. I once heard of an organization that gave an award to a young lady for having a baby that actually demoralized half, half of the workforce, which were men. How could they be eligible for that type of an award when it was impossible? Awards programs should be appropriate, and I believe that was unappropriate. Awards and recognition should be timely. I keep on remembering that, that movie, I Remember What You Did Last Summer. I can't remember what I did last week. So when you're trying to acknowledge a certain behavior, it has to be as close to the time of the event. You can't wait month after month after month and then try to give someone an award because the effect of the award will, will be diminished. One of the awards that I received while I was in the Air Force was one that I, um, I really think a lot about, that I really appreciated this one award. It came from Air University. It was a certificate that acknowledged accomplishment of my professional management certification program. The statement that came along with the award advised the commander to present this during the next commander's call wing briefing or wherever possible to get the maximum effect to motivate others to achieve this accomplishment but the one thing that I remember the most was how it was presented to me I had a first sergeant that really didn't appreciate the value of education and I've made it a career to go to school and get my degree go to college get my degree go get whatever certification I could get whatever I could to make myself a better leader within our organization But the first sergeant didn't appreciate that and one day I came in from the field to find an, an envelope on top of my desk. My supervisor said, oh, yes, the first sergeant went ahead and dropped off that letter uh, on top of your desk. And that, that was it. I opened up the letter and there was the, the letter of appreciation, my certificate of accomplishment. And the way it was presented to me was tossed on top of my desk. Oh, yeah, that's for you one thing as effective leaders we have to acknowledge our employees and for myself when I got that certificate it meant so much to me but what it really did was it hurt my feelings because I'm one to always acknowledge other people's accomplishments I'm I'm one to to always recognize people even my peers but this first sergeant this manager did not understand the value of recognizing people and that's why I make it a mission to try to recognize as many people as I can I hope that you have good experiences getting awards and recognition that you, that you need we all need in summary awards and recognition programs should be in alignment with goals and missions. Policies should be clear and concise. Everyone should know how to be eligible to receive an award and recognition. Awards should be appropriate. By appropriate, I mean that everybody should be eligible for an award, not just a given few. Awards should be timely. You cannot give an award for an event that happened five, six months before because the effects would be diminished. The awards should be evaluated to make sure that they are reinforcing the organization's goals and values. In closing, I'd like to thank you for listening to my podcast. My email is leadershipinmotion030. 36 at gmail.com drop me a line and as always take the lead today for a better tomorrow this has been leadership in motion with dr israel molina please subscribe to our podcast